Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, church. Thank you, Lord. Believe in his word. Believe in what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Believe in his word. Yes. You begin to believe the word of God when it dominates your heart. No amount of word of God in your mouth that can influence your conduct and your character. No amount of word of God can what? Influence your what? No, no matter how brilliant you are, you commit it in your memory without your heart. It is when it dominates your heart, you begin to believe. You begin to believe when the word dominates your heart. It is when the word of God dominates your heart, you can go forth and go on in the discharge of our Christian duty. Yes. When the word of God dominates your heart, you can go forth and go on in the discharge of your Christian duty. The way we preach, the way we share in counsel, in prayer, in teaching, must be according to God's spirit. That is, the more you think more, about what you read, the more your heart acts upon the word. Are you there? That is, the more you think more, not just thinking, because faith prevails over thinking processing, but thinking more. The more you think more about what you read in the Bible, how do we think more? When your passion and all of you are carried along while reading, you know, you may be reading, and at the same time, your mind will be somewhere. While you are reading, you keep thinking of your situation, that you are sick or business failure or your handset is beside you somewhere, you are expecting a call from your debtor and you are reading your Bible. One man will be telling you, when will this man call me? When will I receive this call? For you to think more, your passion and all of you must be carried along while you read the Bible. Are you with me? All of you must be carried along. That is, you must off your set. You know what it means when you want to read your Bible? You off your set, your handset. Mean you are done with the thing on the outside. You want to receive the food for the spirit. You know what it means when you are eating food, you enjoy. 
when you are lucky to meet a food, you enjoy, you are eating it. You know, at the same time, while you are eating it, when you are calling somewhere, you may not answer. Your passion and all of you will, will be there. In the same day, for you to think more while reading, your passion and all of you must be carried along. Let's go to the book of John 6. Let's take a look from verse 63. I will first of all read from verse 1. After this, Jesus crossed over to the far side of the Sea of Galilee, also known as the Sea of Tiberias. A huge crowd kept following him wherever he went because they saw his miracle, signs as he heard. Take note of that. They saw his word, miracle, signs as he healed the sick. Let's go to verse 63. The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Take note of that. The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very word I have spoke to you are spirit and life. Hallelujah. You know, we are talking of the more you think more, the more your spirit acts upon the word. If your spirit has not acted upon the word, the word will remain on your lips. And I told you, there is no amount of word in your mouth that can change you. It is when the word dominates our heart that influence our conduct and our character. That is why today you can see many of us preaching the word powerfully, but we cannot do anything with the word. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus, we preach powerfully, we preach, 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 but we can't lose, we can't burn. We preach, 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 preach. This means every word of God is spirit and life. Every word of God is spirit and war and life. And when we receive and obey the word of God, the power of God works in us. When we receive and obey the word of God, the power of God works in us. This means the word of God becomes the power of God. This means the word of God becomes what? Becomes the power of God. 
How does the power of God work in us? The power of God begins to work in us when we think more about what we read in the Bible. And the more we think more about what we read, the more our spirit acts upon the word. And when our spirit acts upon the word, the word becomes part of us. And when something becomes part of you, you can say, loose, bam, loose, bam. It becomes an instrument. It becomes an instrument when something becomes part of you. Like this is part of you. This one is part of me. This one is part of me. Okay, this one is part of me. I can, I can, but if it's not part of me, I can, it's not an instrument. So take note of that. We are talking about every word of God is spirit and life. When we receive and obey the word of God, that is spirit and life, what happened? The power of God works in us. This means the word of God becomes the power of God. And uh, how do we have this, this power of God? We have the power of God when we think more about what we read in the Bible. Not thinking, because faith prevails over thinking processes. When we think more, to think more is to meditate. When you are thinking, you cannot think above your situation. All you will think about my health, my business, my home, my husband, my wife, the setback, the challenges, the days, the da, compare yourself to others, measure yourself. These are the things you think about. Think about your aid, look at my aid, my colleague, they have made it, and no, see me, I'm still there your limited education. These are the things you think about. You can't think about that. It is not possible. But when you think more, you begin to think when this life is over. What happens? That is, think more started from when this life is over. What else? That is, when today is your last day on earth, what next? That is think more. Are you there? People keep asking me, how do we have faith? In our message every day, you must know God. Before you can have faith, you can, you can have foundation for faith. You must know God because faith is not originating us. Faith originates with God. Faith is not originate in us. It's not originate in saint. If saint means apostle in the, of the old, if faith originate in us, it will become fragile, weak, because we have the end, we have beginning. But we and apostle, we have the end, 
and we have the beginning. So the day you are born and the day you will die. So faith will die if faith originates in us. It would totally die. Faith is not originating in us. You cannot find faith in yourself. Faith originates with God. God has no beginning. He has no end. Okay, if faith originates with God, how do we get faith? You must know God. If you know God, you will simultaneously have faith. And how do we know God? We know God by the way he was, the way he speaks. You say, where is God? Where is God? I can't see God. I can't see God. By the way he speaks. And the way he speaks represents his heart desire. If you see any ministers of God that say, be delivered, or be healed, it's not God. It's human being like you. But the way he spoke, if there is before and after he speaks it, it happened. God is that word. When God said, let there be light, assume there was no light, it's not God. But he said, let there be light, and there was light. That makes God. We know God by the way he speaks. The way he speaks represents his war, his heart desire. So now, how do I have faith? I have faith when I know God. And that faith continues to grow simultaneously. As I continue to look unto God, look at God, meditate on God, Are you with me? You want me to take you back again? How do we have faith? You have faith when you know God. And faith continues to grow as we continue to look unto God, look at God, meditate on If you know God, you will simultaneously have faith. It grows, it grows, it grows. Look at the case of farmer. Like we have read the book of John 6, 63. When the farmer gets his seed into the ground, he does not dig it up every day to see how it is doing. We are all farmer. That is where we all came from. Are you with me? When the farmer gets his seed into the ground, into the soil, he does not dig it up every day 
to see how it is doing. He believed it is okay. It is settled. A farmer could have faith in nature, just nature. We Christians must have faith in the imperishable seed. Till they have faith in nature, just nature. But we must have faith in the God of nature. That is imperishable see the word of God. They have faith without any definite promise. There's no assurance. They carry their seed and uh, make some heap. Some make heaps and dig the ground and put their seed inside. And they have faith without any definite promise. They believe that, oh, tomorrow it will germinate. Next week it will germinate. No, that's not. Because it could vary, depending on the soil. And the rain may not fall, and the weather may not Okay, with the seed. So they have many challenges that could actually frustrate their crops. But yet, yet, they have faith. You will never see a farmer coming every day to dig up and see whether the seed is growing. You will never want to see them. Let us check my seed whether it's growing. You will never. Why not we Christians have faith in the God of what? Nature. Ask anybody. Why not have faith in the God of nature? Your father have faith in what? In nature. Not even your father, you. That, that is what brought you up. When you were very small, nearly 90% of us came from village. I said 90% of us here were brought up by farmer. And you are educated, you are sent to school, the scholarship given to you by these farmers. Your upbringing from Katuriara, farming, but you are suddenly forgetting your roots. 
you are brought up in that way. Until now, many of us are still in that business. So each time you remember, you have faith in nature. But now, to have faith in the God of nature, problem. Every day you want to dig up to see whether God is at work. <laughs> if I'm talking to you, huh? Every day you want to look at your back account whether the money is increasing. Every day when I say be healed, after healing, you look back and say, oh, I'm here, I'm here. Tomorrow you are going to the doctor to check up, to check your blood, to check your, your kidney. You want to dig up whether God is actually working. With your medical report, you come, hear me, hear me, be here in Jesus' name. Amen. I say, you are here. You are here. I say, you are here. Walk. That is not walk. You are jumping. Even you that fit, you can't jump. Suddenly, you are here, walk, you started jumping. It's the element of doubting that if I'm here, I should be able to jump, not even walk. Every day, you dig up to see whether God is at work. But your father, when they get their seed into the ground, they will never dig up to see how the seed is doing. They believe it is well, it is settled, it is doing well. Rest up, rest up, rest up. Hallelujah. Ask God now to give you grace not to be ignorant of your faith under any pressure. Could be under pressure of sickness, temptation, setback, poverty, hardship. Ask God, give me the grace not to be ignorant of my faith under pressures of temptation, sickness, disease, prayer. Not to be ignorant. Téléspectateurs, demandez à Dieu de ne pas être ignorant de votre foi sous quelle que soit la pression que vous subissez. Televidente, vous en oration, pidiendo à notre Seigneur Jésus-Christ que lui donne la grâce pour ne pas être ignorant ante cualquier situation en su vie. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Look at what I'm saying now. Ignorance of your faith under the pressure of sickness. You are here, you say, Jesus, heal me, heal me. The man of God said, you are here in Jesus' name. You are here. Okay, look at what happened to the, the man at the beautiful gate. Peter and John, when they saw this man at the beautiful gate begging, 
he was stretching hand to, to collect the money. And Peter said, see if I go, I have none. What I have, I give you in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. The crippled man was looking at them. I say, rise and walk. <laughs> I say, rise and walk. He refused to rise and walk because he was ignorant of his faith. Peter tapped him and pushed him, rise and walk. Everything is no money. So in the same day today, be here in Jesus' name. And what you could not do before, you start find yourself jumping. Ah. At the same time, you begin to dance, dance again to show. You do your life, I want to, are you sure I'm here? Upon that, immediately you get home, you are going to your doctor again. Check me here, take my blood, check it. Am I still having that traces of blood? Are you sure? Check it again. After that doctor, you still go to another doctor. You are digging up every day to see whether God is really working the miracle. If that is how farmer, after putting their seed in the soil, imagine they begin to dig it up to see how the seed is doing. What will happen to the seed? What will happen to the seed? But after putting the seed on the ground, you would never see them going there to dig it up to see how the seed is doing. They believe it is all right, it is settled. Right now, open your lips, ask God, give me the grace not to be ignorant of my faith under pressure and tension of sickness, disease, poverty, hardship. Because it is this pressure of sickness, disease that causes this. Prayer. Chers téléspectateurs, priez et demandez au Seigneur de ne pas être ignorant concernant votre foi, quel que soit que vous êtes sous la tension. Priez. Not to be ignorant. Ignorant of your faith under pressure of sickness, disease, poverty. Pidamos a nuestro Señor Jesucristo que nos dé la gracia para no ser ignorantes de nuestra fe ante las circunstancias de enfermedad en nuestra vida. Oremos. Open your lips. Priez et demandez au Seigneur de ne pas être ignorant concernant votre foi lorsque vous êtes sous la pression des maladies. Priez. Pidamos a nuestro Señor Jesucristo que nos dé la gracia. In Jesus Christ name we pray. If the way you pray is the same way I, I do pray, my prayer will not be answered. Look, let me tell you a few words about the prayer. When you see me stretching hand to pray for you, that is not just the beginning. I consider where I'm coming from before I pray. I must have been an attitude of prayer before I say, be he. If I'm not in an attitude of prayer, in the realm of prayer, I cannot say, be he. Who, whom am I going to call when I'm not in the realm? Jesus is in the realm of prayer. 
That is why he answer prayer. When you are not in that realm of prayer, you are praying. Whom are you calling? Whom are you talking to? You are talking to yourself. You must be in the realm. You can't stand here and begin to call somebody in Solo, somebody in Ochodi. You must be in Ochodi to call the person in Ochodi. Are you with me? You can't stand here and begin to call someone in, in London without uh, being in London. I, I mean, without any technology, use your mouth. You cannot use your answer and begin to pray. You want to use your set to call this or no. It's not possible. You must get there and call the person. It is meditation that takes us to him. And when we get to him, we pray. But you don't meditate and you pray. It is meditation that carries us to who? It carries us to Jesus. Look at the fruit. Can you see the fruit here? It is not possible for me here to stretch, to take the fruit. There is no, my hand is not as long there. I can't get that any fruit. I must get there to get the fruit. To get there, it is by meditation. Meditation will take me to the fruit. And then when I get there, I will now, uh, prayer is, ask, you shall be given. Knock, it shall be opened. That is prayer. <laughs> now, the picture of your life is, you are here, and you are asking for fruit. You want fruit. I want fruit. I want fruit. Who will give you the fruit? You cannot. Look at it. You are far from the fruit. Meditation remove the obstacle and take you there. It takes you to the realm of prayer, meditation. This is why we say meditation in God's way is a visit with God. Tell your neighbor, meditation in God's way is a visit with God. I can hear you. Yes. And what are we meditating? God's word. This is why we are giving you faith bracelets. Because it will be very difficult for a baby Christian without something on the outside to help you. And if I just be telling you that I begin to meditate and you are a baby Christian, just someone, <laughs> it's not possible. The treasure, everything you are saying. What will I meditate? You say, in Jesus' name, Jesus' name. Tell me, Joshua, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Ah. The treasure is so much. The treasure, we have blessed this to help your, your spirit. We bless it so that on the outside, it will connect to your heart. At the same time, when you are busy with it, it will take you off. You, you'll be off the body, off the flesh. You, please, just try it for one month is enough. You will you probably not use it again because your heart will be registered. You will not use this again after one month. Your heart will be the one to blink whatever you meditate. And the way has been given to us. 
There is anointing well. Take more of me, give me more of you. It's that is anointed for you. Do you know something is greater than all what you are waiting for? Hearing from God is a much greater blessing than any of the blessings you are waiting for to hear. You know, when you hear from God, you will know whether what you are asking for is the right thing to receive. When you hear from God, you know when to live here. When you hear from God, you know who is talking to you. When you hear from God, you know when to go to war. All this uh, trouble that happens all over the world, people don't hear from God. Hearing from God while praying is a much greater blessing than any blessing you are seeking. Healing, hearing from God. So look at my faith bracelets on the outside. It helped baby Christian. We are all baby Christian. We are all baby Christian. Because I don't know the time you have for God. Apart from today, and I don't know when you'll be when you when you'll be so much around God like this. Apart from today. And today, because there is no business outside there. There's no work. There's no work. Bank is not open. If you are not coming here, you will sit at home. You may be seated. Thank you. So when you get back home today, you have many issues to put right. Many issues. There are many issues. One, you are ignorance of things of God. You see God as one of those things. And God is not one of those things. It's Don't wait until your last day before you know God. You have to know God. Because you have wasted so many years and time. If you know the plan of God for your life, you will be crying that, ha, this is the plan of God for my life. A break in prayer is a break in God. You should be ready at any time. It is not when the situation is at hand we pray. It should always be in an attitude of war, of attitude of prayer. Now, what is going on in your heart? If you don't engage your heart, something else will take over your heart. Right now, begin to engage your heart. Heart cannot be neutral. It must say something. It must say something. 
you must take hold your heart so that your past will not take hold your heart. Where you are coming from, your situation. Take hold of your heart. Jesus loves you. We believe you have been inspired by the clip you have just watched. Click here to subscribe to witness more of God's power at work in our generation today and stay up to date with the latest prophecies, deliverances, sermons and testimonies from the Synagogue Church of All Nations. Emmanuel TV, changing lives, changing nations and changing the world.